Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. On International Women's Day, the Age and the Sydney Morning Herald brought to culmination their list of the top 50 most influential women in Australian sports. Sam Kerr sits at the top of that list. One of the judges and indeed curating it for us to take in is the sports editor of The Age, Chloe Salto. Chloe, great to have you on the program. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me and happy International Women's Day. Uh, to you, to you as well, Chloe. So uh, the most striking aspect I thought was the depth and breadth of the 50 to, to take in as a, as a collective and look at the, the driving forces in Australian sport at the moment. So you had a, a casting hand as one of the judges. How broad a proposition was it to, to narrow what is a, an excellent field now? Yeah, it was it was really hard for a start, Jared. And I think you're right. Um, the breadth and depth of the list is kind of the point of it. There are women on the list like Sam Kerr and like Ash Barty, Meg Lanning, um, Steph Gilmore, who are unquestionably superstars of their sport and who are excellent at their sport. But there are other, and and all of them are there because they've made a difference in some way, not just because they're great athletes. But there are also women on this list who aren't household names at all and who a lot of people um, wouldn't be aware, I suppose, at the, of the influence that they have behind the scenes. And they're critical not just to women's sport, but to all sports. So they're people who make decisions about where money goes, um, about you know what sports we see on TV. They're doing the big media deals. Um, some of the sponsors, Gina Reinhart, is um, probably a controversial choice at number two. Um, but, you know, she's someone whose money really underpins a, a lot of Olympic sports and athletes um, and, and um, until recently netball, as we saw, and, and who is at the heart of a really big debate about, um, you know, the influence of sponsors and to what extent um, sports and athletes can have a say about, you know, where, where the money is coming from in their sports. So um, I think what the list shows is that there is enormous depth and that women are just so critical to keeping the sporting economy going around and that they deserve to be celebrated. Sam Kerr's place at number one. So I think she's Australia's number one sports person, male or female. Uh, her influence, the legacy moment that comes this year with a, with a World Cup on home soil. What's Sam Kerr's place in your eyes right now? I think that she defines the Matildas um, in a way that not many athletes define their teams. They are a really popular sporting team and sporting brand. I hate using that word brand, but, but they really are. And she's in a position this year of all years with um, a FIFA Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand to inspire um, people in Australia, girls and boys, men and women, um, in, a, in a way that, that is really rare, I think. She's a global superstar. Um, her face is on, you know, the cover of FIFA 2023, the first um, woman to be in that position. And as, as we know, um, that is, that is uh, the way that a lot of boys and girls 
um, engage with sport these days. So that's hugely powerful. And she is elite. Um, she's authentic. She is, um, you know, Australia's greatest goal kicker. Um, she she inspires and influences in a way that that not not many people do. And I agree, she probably is the most um, influential figure in Australian sport, male or female. Australia's best team is its women's cricket team. This is close to, to your heart, Chloe. So Elise Perry's at five, Elisa Healy is at 10 on your list. I think there are three icons uh, of this generation, Meg Lanning being the other. The best players in the team right now are Ash Gardner and Beth Mooney. And as one of our correspondents said, finding it hard to pick between the cricketers appearing on this list, could that be because the women's cricket team is the ultimate, ultimate team? I think I think that's right. Um, their success is unmatched, really, in the last 20 years um, in Australian sport. And you're right, so... There's the uh, three players that you mentioned. Meg Lanning was a little bit further back on the list, arguably could have been higher, um, but that's how the voting system worked. And Ash Gardner appeared on the list as well. And I think the thing about um, about those um, those cricketers is and that team is that they kind of embody that leap that's been made in the past um, 10 years, perhaps even past five years, from um, being part-time athletes to being professional. Um, They had that really important moment at the MCG in 2020 when they got 85,000 people um, to the MCG, to the the Women's World T20 final. Um, That, I think, was, you know, the most significant moment in women's sport in Australia this this century. Um, It remains to be seen what the Matildas can do this year. But... um, you know, they're, they're great cricketers, great athletes. Um, they're starting to earn proper money. Um, and, yeah, I think they do kind of embody that explosion of women's sport into the mainstream, which is a great thing. Kate Campbell is such an interesting figure here. So she's at four on this list. We know what she has achieved in her career in the pool, and that's not over. But it feels like she's going to be one of the key drivers in the Australian Olympic movement on the way to 2032. Is she a figure whose influence will just continue to grow? I think so. And like like a few of the um, sportswomen on this list, she's someone who has a really powerful voice. And I think... Um, that's something, yeah, that a lot of these women share. Um, she will be, you know, as the she has a new role as the chair of the Australian Olympics Committee Athletes Commission, so she will re- really be a voice of the athletes, and that is so important. Um, and it's a voice that can transcend um, what she has done, and uh, yeah, what she what she's done in the pool, which which in itself is um, is is so admirable really and I think you know in the lead up to the Brisbane 2032 Olympics her voice will continue to to be heard and to be shine and to shine and not just on um, not just on swimming but on on sport and the issues that surround it Um, so that's why she is there at number four. How have you seen it at all grow, Chloe, from your time coming into the reporting ranks to being the, the chief cricket writer for The Age to being the sports editor for The Age, where uh, you are a significant figure of influence in your own right, is choosing the placement of stories at a time where there's uh, far more interest and demand for the stories surrounding women's sport? It's so interesting, Jared, and, and it's something that I think about 
a lot. Um, and, and particularly, of course, in my position, I think about um, the, the placement of, of women's sport um, in our newspapers and on our websites. It's still a long way from 50-50 and um, that's not good enough because anything less than 50-50 is not good enough. Um, so I feel, I kind of feel a real responsibility, I suppose, to play play a role in that. Um, and I kind of feel as if I, I haven't sort of done enough yet, but I do feel as if it's changing. And I think, um, you know, what this list shows, as I said, is kind of the, the depth um, that's there and how we, but I, yeah, how we sort of reflect that um, is, is still a work in progress, I think. Um, you know, as chief cricket writer, um, I was often the only woman in the press box. Um, and although I think we've seen a, an explosion of women's voices on TV um, and in radio and, you know, someone like Daisy Pierce, who is well known to your audience, Jared, um, it, you know, I admire so much because she shows that women can have a voice on sport and traditionally male sports. But I still don't see enough women in press boxes, um, particularly, um, you know, in, in the major newsrooms. Um, and I, yeah, I'm a bit disappointed about that. Um, so I think there's still a lot more to be done in that respect. Um, yeah, we're a long way from the end. And I guess that's the point of an exercise like this as well, that it shows that, you know, there's, we're not at the end of the journey. No, it's been an excellent list to follow and to, to second guess as it came out and then to analyse today. So, Chloe, thank you for your time and, and thanks for your contribution as well as the sports editor of The Age. Thanks, Jared. Good on you. Chloe Salto with us on International Women's Day. That list published today. Sam Kerr at one, Gina Reinhart at two, Ash Barty at three, Kate Campbell at four, Elise Perry was number five, Lauren Jackson at six, Daisy Pierce at seven, Josephine Sucker at eight, Caroline Wilson at nine, and Elisa Healy at ten. By measure of influence, we've played around with the idea of best, a trifecta of the best Australian women in sport right now, where Sam Kerr has been so prominent.